Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Match Ball. Hello. Welcome to the match ball. Dan here with Michael and Moscow White leads Arsenal 4-1. Brought to you with Levi Solicitors, who will give you a 10% discount on your legal fees at levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. Uh, thanks for tuning in. That's the end. <laughs> it started all right. We were all right for half an hour, weren't we? Do you think we um do you think that we set up to not be that arsed today? No, I think that we set up to try and frustrate him and catch him on the break, which kind of worked. We had the better chances first half. So I think the plan worked. But then when they got the second one, that kind of knackered it. Yeah, well, the, the game turned on the penalty. Talk us through the penalty, Moscow. Um, I, uh, Ailing fell over. <laughs> Gabriel Jesus spotted that and he calculated that if he went to the left of him instead of towards goal, then he could probably get some contact off of Ailing's legs. Ailing obliged, little boot to shin pad action, and uh, down he went. And probably um, this being 2023, that's always going to be a penalty. Bit of a shame. You could tell Luke Ailing's reaction was everything. He just kind of sat there and was like, oh, fine. Mm. He wasn't running around. Uh, he didn't fully wolves it, let's put it that way. Um, just sort of said, yeah, Got to give that on you. Um, a bit of pleading. Have a look. They had a look. Nah. Yeah. I know. I, my, my overall takeaway feeling from this game is I hate football. It's gone soft rubbish. Uh, <laughs> but to deal with the specifics around the penalty, I wrote this question down and we discussed it a little bit. We said, we'll save that one for, for afterwards and said, would we want that one to be given for us? We'd want it, yeah. Hmm. Would we accept it if it was given for us? Yes. yes. Um, soft, I want it. It's just like, ah, feels a bit unfair because it was so soft. Well, he wasn't even challenging for the ball at that point, was he? He'd already committed himself thinking he was going to go down the outside of him and then he checked back inside. But then, because Ailing was just floundering around with his legs flapping about, mm. as Moscow said, he just went, oh, some legs there. Mm. There's a fair chance one of them will hit me if I go this way. And I mean, there's, it's one of those you look at and you think, in some ways it's frustrating because you think there's no way that contact made him go down in the way he did and... Like if penalties didn't exist, he's 100% staying on his feet there because mm. it, it's not anything like enough to stop him or probably even to slow him down. But equally, he does kick him on the... I thought it was more of his like, knee, is it? Or his upper shin or something? Yeah, but it, there's, there's contact. The it's always a penalty. The yeah. shin region. Stupid, though, isn't it? Yeah, there's, yeah, you were making the the avant-garde point that we could re- replace uh, the rectangular penalty area with some kind of oval or circular design to represent where you actually 
score from because he was going away from goal. But I think the reason was he'd gone away from goal because he realised that was the direction to take. You're going to get a penalty. And there's sort of part of you that thinks, well, that's very unsporting behaviour. The, the Corinthian values uh, that we should be playing to are that you should stay on your feet and try to score a goal. But equally, it's been part of the rules for, you know, 150 years or whatever that you can... Um, you can get a much easier way to score if somebody kicks you in the penalty area and then everybody else disappears and then it's you and the goalkeeper. So it's it's sort of, it's clever play. Um, and he did well because um, Jesus said just, was it just before that that Robin Cock made like a really incredible block tackle on him? And I was thinking, yeah, this is all going to be great. And then suddenly he's dribbling around Christensen and ailing and it's probably fair enough that he got something for that because that was good play. It was but just then, before that that Don Hutchinson was saying how bad he was and how rusty he looked. That's that's whose fault it was for the goal. Don Hutchinson's? Yes. Yeah, on the visual radio. The, yes, he was on Radio Leeds, I think, yeah. today, wasn't he, mm. Don Hutchinson? Strange mm. booking. Uh, I, think yeah, he, I think he lives in America now. Yeah, I don't but... know who else he could, could have got. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, tactically, it did make sense for half an hour, didn't it? But you get the sense that after half an hour or whatever, however long it was that it took them to score their first one, you're like, oh, well, there you go. You can be a bit annoyed about what happened after the first goal because we um, were making, were getting the better chances up to that point, despite playing with effectively a back six. We were still, um, we were probably more dangerous than Arsenal. And it was working to the point that the Arsenal fans were getting all uh, grumbly and fans TV-ish and it was all starting to bubble under as if being, what are they like? 30 points clear at the top of the Premier League and just because they haven't scored for half an hour they're all getting uh, tetchy um, and it's a bit of a weird thing that we didn't I think we started chasing the game at 1-0 down because I guess you can't just sit back but the inverse of that is that we had more chances when we were sitting back and defending with six than we did when we were trying to score so there was a, a strong argument it would have been interesting to see what happened if we just stuck with what we were doing for the first half hour keep frustrating them keep trying to nick chances instead of trying to actually win, which is not, <laughs> not things I would have thought I would have been saying about Leeds United a while ago, but here I am saying I don't understand why we tried to win that game. It was a bit weird, wasn't it, the atmosphere? I know everyone always um, like digs out Arsenal for the lack of atmosphere, but I was thinking if this was us in their shoes, wouldn't that have been like a bear pit today, wouldn't it? But was it because it was just a kind of a routine, easy win for them that yeah. it never got going? You know, like we're, not, we're not in any position, given where we are in the league, to start... Um, you know, critiquing other crowds. I just, I just thought it was a bit funny, really. It, was, it just sounded flat on the visual radio. They're planning to restore the bear pit on Cardigan Road. Are they? Mm, Going to turn it into my public access and then hopefully have like a... Putting a bear in it? A statue of one, yeah, oh. to kind of represent. I think it'd be a bit unfair to actually make an actual bear go in there. You live now. around there, you could do a stint. A stint of what? Being, oh, a, being a, a bear. Pretend bear, pretend yeah. Bear. Just put like a, a furry onesie on. Yeah, that could happen. So they've got plenty of options. I've not been contacted, but there are. Um, that's... Uh, that's on the way. I was going to say, we should say for the benefit of anybody who's not from Leeds or familiar with the geography <laughs> of, uh, of LS6, there is an old bear pit there because there was like a big zoo there years back, wasn't Huge there? Huge zoological gardens all around Headingley Stadium, um, where Headingley Stadium is now, where they struggled to get a, a hot air balloon off the ground several times. That's one of the good stories. It's hard to tell about the atmosphere at the Emirates. But there's, there's still the, a bear pit uh, there, we should just finish that thought off. Yeah, the remains of that and there's lots of old stone walls and things. Yeah, no there. bear though. No, no bear. No, sorry. Atmosphere. Yeah, it sounded a bit crap, but you can never tell on the old visual radio because it's it's going through. Uh, I'm not convinced that um, Donald was there in person either, so it's all like a weird sound mix, isn't it? Who mm. knows? Maybe they were 
you know, as raucous as they come, those Arsenal, famous Arsenal fans. You, you, couldn't, you couldn't hear the Leeds fans either, in fairness, could you? It just sounded like they maybe were playing generic crowds. I mean, that said, sure. we, we know somebody was there today, like it was in a WhatsApp group, and said it was very flat in the away end. But is that because we went into it with no expectation? The atmosphere is generally a bit flat anyway. Went one down, you're like, oh, well, we're here for a day out. That'll be well, happening. The Johnny Cooper stat is we've never won there, have we? It's the, it's our lowest, rubbishest, worst form ground, I think, as Ever. you put it. Yeah. Something like that. In yeah. the world. So we don't win there. They're obviously a far better team than us. You could tell something about the way it had gone when towards the end you uh, had forgotten it was 4 1. You looked mm. at the score and were surprised it was no longer 3 1. It's when we were attacking and I thought, if we get another here, and I thought, oh no, 4 1. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've never um, mind. I realised my note taking stopped at 76 minutes when we went 3 1 down. Uh, so we pulled it back. Christensen's goal. I didn't bother writing down the four one. I've just not jotted it down to remind myself that it is. It was a header where both mm. Ailing and Rasmus managed to not mark Granit Xhaka at mm. all. They both stood really close to him and just went. Ah, Save myself for Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, if it, the whole thing. If felt I had like it now, that. it might hurt. I don't. That's, I don't have a headache. I said mentally, I disengaged with that one, which is when I wrote down "I hate football" in capital letters, soft in capital letters, and then um, I wrote "Sinistera" on Martinelli, and that to me was the moment where I thought I hate football when. Sinistera basically put his leg across Martinelli, scooped the ball out perfectly legitimately. Martinelli, old, uh, was it Slippy Boots he's called? Mm. Just went down. Oh, what's the point? There was one at the end why, of the first half even, as well. Yeah, why even get upset by it? It's just crap, in it? Where Jesus went down under a tackle from um, Rasmus in midfield. Needs to keep himself fit for, uh, just, for Easter. Big week coming up. Very good, very good. Yeah, he's yeah. just chucked himself down and you thought, oh, don't do that. Yeah. Just boring. get up. It's boring to watch this. But yeah, and that, I mean, the second, it was the start of the second half when it just killed it. Yeah, that was probably because we did go. We were being a bit too uh, gung ho when we were one nil down. And you think maybe if um, Grathier had got hold of them at half time and said stick to what was working for the first half hour, let's just see if that gets us back into the game. But it's like, nope, let's just let Ben White score um, with his horrible soul patch and his stupid name. He's, he's what? Sorry, his stupid name. No, before that. I called him Ben with Soul Patch. He's got that stupid little beard thing going, hasn't he? He's got this growth of hair on his chin that he thinks makes him look good, and it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> and you object to the whole Benjamin Ben thing. He should just be. Oh, he's well. He's just become a pillock since he left Leeds, hasn't he? <laughs> and he's tan. It's December. It's not December. It's March. <laughs> it's April, Michael. Oh, it's, it's April. It's the first of April. Today. Oh, actually, no, fair enough. It's summer. It's fair enough. Summer time. <laughs> I mean, there's there's an alternate reality where... Why do I think it's December? <laughs> where ben White signs for Leeds and... That's um, tickled me, that. And he has another year of Marcelo Bielsa telling him to be um, a nicer person and um, Brighton have less money because we, we pay them less for him than Arsenal ended up doing. And everything's different and I love him, but I don't love him, so... <laughs> And I don't love, uh, I will have, you know, I mean, Harrison's not a, a left back, is he? So he, you could tell on the replay that um, that they they talked about on the radio that he was, um, he was looking to see where <laughs> yeah. Ben White was and he looked about three times. And then as soon as you didn't look, Ben was in and you Harrison's reaction, as soon as he scored, he just put his head in his hands. And I think it was partly um, annoyed at himself that he'd, let him go but then also I think there was just like I just don't I, I'm not a left back but him, him and Rasmus were both playing kind of centre back full back mm. for bits of the game weren't they the, when we were making that back six in the first half it was quite interesting to what watch. was going on tactically did you, did you pick it apart for people well I don't know if I picked it apart but I saw I heard 
um, <laughs> for anybody who, who wasn't who didn't have a radio stream, it was um, we were sort of four three three, and the three in the middle, the midfield three, was Rocker with Harrison to his left and Erasmus to his right, and then when Arsenal had the ball, which was most of the time. Um, Harrison and Christensen would drop either side of uh, will they go Harrison would go in between Furpo and Strauch on the left and then um, Christensen would go in between Ailing and Cock on the right to form like a back six and it meant that um, at some t- at some points um, Furpo would be off marking uh, Martinelli or whoever played on that side or Trossard um, and then Harrison would be behind him next to Pascal Stroik forming like uh, at centre-half. So we effectively had Jack Harrison at centre-back at times today. So I, I sort of, I don't really have a um, any problem with him letting Ben White score that goal because... I think he should have stopped him. Yeah. It would have been better I, I, I if he... I'd preferred uh, it if he hadn't done it. I would have preferred it, but I'm not going to like chase him through the streets about it because he was playing centre-back and I sort of feel like... Um, thanks for trying. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, that's the best we can muster up. Well, it's all right. I mean, it's an unusual thing to ask a left winger to do is to what, go to on, track his man. No, to play centre half. Mm. And he did. He did it diligently, and it contributed, and it was working. If we hadn't have conceded that penalty, so he was doing pretty well at it. Um, so I, I am grateful to him for his endeavours playing as a the new Jack Charlton, Jackie Charlton. Indeed, he never got invited along on Ben Ben White and Calvin's little. Trips, did he, Jackie? He's an independent soul. Either that mm. or he's just always with his girlfriend. Mm, fair enough. Uh, stats wise, it was uh, 33% possession we had, 67%, says the Sky Sports app. Did it feel like that much to you? Yeah. Yeah, we didn't have much, but we didn't, it wasn't bad though. The first half, I was. It went about as well as I could have expected. Did that first half? I mean, genuinely. I mean, I know we've kind of we're kind of a little bit. We did more have the, than ba- we did the better chances. For half an hour, we were all right. There was we? the Christensen one early on. Then there was the one where Somerville and Rocker did a nice little one-two. And mm-hmm. Somerville, if he gets a bit more on that, he can curl it into the top corner. There was another one where the ball ended up hitting someone in the face, but it looked fairly promising at, in one, the face. at one point. It, did some did. I think Aronson crossed it and it ended up deflecting it at Somerville's face and yeah. it was all a bit of and then Sinister I think tried had a back heel shot that That's right, may or may not have been for, offside. Yeah. But. And then there was the one where Somerville played Harrison ran behind him from centre back and then he ran into their uh, sort of wide into their six yard box and uh, Somerville's ball sent him a little bit too far and he, he had a first time shot that Ramsdale was a decent save it was decent effort so those were all um, and the, during that period Although Arsenal were having lots of possession, we were having to do lots of defending. They weren't getting into our penalty area very much. It's not like... It wasn't like what was that game at Newcastle where Melier's pulling off loads of saves mm-hmm. and Liverpool away when, um, you know, every, like that game was uh, Melier man of the match, wasn't it? So it was none of that. It was us just um, very diligently defending six um, at the back at times and, and using that as a platform to go and try to score some goals. So it's a shame... That it's a, it's a double shame. One that it fell apart on a very sort of flimsy looking penalty, and two that we didn't find a way of carrying on that way. Um, we probably would have ended up losing anyway. Mm. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like my first significant notes were around thirty and thirty-one minutes, where we had I've got Somerville chance exclamation mark. Um, Arsenal restless is what I've noted down. Have you got a pubic hair on the mic there? Just Oscar? hairs in general. All right. um, thirty-one minutes. Harrison chance. And then they went up the other end about three or four minutes later and then that's when it was 1-0 and I've just written the word sake. 
as in for fucks. Mm. I, the attack was interesting because I saw the lineup and I did think, oh, mm. he's he's he's, cho- he's chosen the international break to get into hard drugs. <laughs> Jeremy, having a good uh, good decision. Um, <laughs> but I can you could when you saw it in action and the fact we would set up the counter. You can see that Somerville, Aronson, Sinistera, they're probably three of our fastest players. And having them there rather than, I know Bamford, he's kind of, he's quickish once he gets into it, is Bamford. And he can do a lot of running, but he's not, I don't know, he's not, he's not outright quick, is he? I don't think. So you can see why that might have been an option for us there. Mm. But was Tuesday. There's the yeah. eyes on Tuesday. Isn't there? Yeah, that was my natural thought from that was, come on, half of this is all just with, with Tuesday in mind, isn't it? Look, if you look at the bench, like preserving McKenney. Uh, get, some, get some studs on Willie's big boot that he's been wearing around the training yeah. ground subs as well like Cock went off 74 minutes and I put saving legs and yellow cards at that point yeah like suspensions I give Liam Cooper a little because it did turn into I think that's why the second half feels quite flat is that it turned into a mixture of trying not to concede loads of goals for the goal difference and also giving Rodrigo the half hour to help his match fitness Bamford get some match fitness only Coops comes on and gets some match fitness. So it was all that kind of combination of things. McKenna, did McKenny come on? Yes. Didn't do much then. <laughs> but no, I suppose it wasn't really a game to... to think, uh, yeah, he did come on. Oh, I think. <laughs> no, he did come on. Yeah, come on. yeah. So. This is a sort of searing analysis that you get from this show, isn't well, it? Well, I think, I think, I think he came Moscow on. is right, though. I can't remember anything he did. No. He must have touched it at some point. He was, he was there. He, that anti-American agenda, yes, again. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You look around at the results elsewhere. So we're talking uh, Bournemouth 2, Fulham 1. Not great. Um... Three all Brighton Brentford. No, you'd both doing too well. Go away. <laughs> yeah, some oh let's have a really entertaining battle to see who's the best run club in the Premier League. Pathetic. Idiots. Yeah. Fuck off back to League One, both of you. It, it, it's fair, it is a League One fixture. Oh, oh look at us, haven't we got loads of good players and we don't we play lovely stuff? Idiots. Pathetic. Um, <laughs> Palace and Leicester. I mean, I know Palace scored a last minute winner there that chucks Leicester right into the mix. Now, with Palace's run in looking a lot easier and I'm doing air quotes now, um, than pretty much anybody else down there, are you prepared to accept Palace staying up and then putting Leicester in the mud? Well, I'm prepared to accept them winning. There's probably any... Uh, that might have been the perfect game in some ways. Well, I mean, the perfect game is that, you know, for the 
FA finds a reason to relegate both clubs because if something happened, that would have been perfect. So the best, the next best thing was um, Palace winning because they feel more likely with Hodgson and the teams they've got to face to get out of things. And Leicester, I've been saying for ages, I feel like Leicester are the team that could end up just like really um, getting into lots of trouble and going down. And now they're in the relegation area, so that's good. Um, and then also, but Zaha going off for Palace mm. as well. So they've won this game, but then also lost their best player. So I kind of feel like... They've won the battle, but not the war, Moscow. Yeah, so it it, it uh, evens out. And Bournemouth... The war, uh, <laughs> The war, yeah. Bournemouth winning... Bournemouth's season has been that kind of story of um, they keep pulling off these like surprise results and being like, yeah, yeah, we've got to get out of it. Who do they play next or lose? Somebody else. Um, it is, they, play, they play Leicester... In a week's time. Um, okay, well, I hope they don't lose. That can be a, <laughs> Willie a Tomto draw. is in the comments. Willie Tomto pointing out that Leicester and West Ham are now in the bottom three, but with a plus two better goal difference than us, which is a slightly concerning affair. Uh, but look, there's a lot of roads still to run in this mm. season, isn't there? And, yeah, yeah, nothing gets sorted today. You know, the next three fixtures are basically the crux. I mean, it's, it's almost two months of this to go, isn't there? Mm. Like, we can't mm. get worried too eight, much. It is eight weeks, I think, yeah. Everyone's weeks. gone yeah, as well. Like, like two months. Yeah. Like Leicester I was then, agreeing with you. Yes, I wasn't correcting you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in Leicester's next six games, they play Bournemouth, Wolves, us, Everton in there as well so every, every team looks at their fixtures and goes well We've it's, got a chance it's, it's in our hands to get out of this if we want if only we can win some games but everyone down the bottom is shite yeah, and, Palace, as, and Tom Toe's back in the comments pointing out that Palace have had the new manager bounce now with Roy mm-hmm. well um, yeah we know from that scum fan that they had to win today that's true because they've got a new manager so um, so that's if Leicester's next uh, they need to calculate um, if they're playing Arsenal at some point like to sack Rodgers just before that so that they can so that Arteta can do nothing um, I'm just looking at the 538.com um, predictions, which I know you love when I bring, mm, it's really when good, yeah. when I bring this up. Although, it did get a goal, so extra point today on the board. Correct. Um, they have us now having a, a 20% chance. No, they have us with an 80% chance of staying up, which is good. You'd probably take good. that one. You're given where we are, finishing on 38 points, they reckon. Um, we've got an under 1% chance of qualifying for the Champions League, so let's not rule mm. that out yet. If we, um, if we go on a bit of a hot streak... But this has got us finishing 20, 19, 18, 17, 16, 15, 14. Yeah. Well, there's loads of games still to go in there. There's yeah. the old uh, Forest and Wolves playing today as well. It was good with what uh, Richard Keyes was um, tweeting, wasn't he, about how... All He's the, heard about the conspiracy, Moscow. All the conspiracy and the injustice being done against Wolves shortly before their uh, best player spat in the face of Forest's best player and didn't get a red card for it. So, so VAR overlooked that. I'll be interested to know how the Wolves fans feel about that. Is it finally they've got one going their way? Is that deserved? Well, they, until he gets hit with like a... a it will now be who gets banned for longer, him or Mitrovic, who's going to be what we'll moan about. I mean, have you ever been spat in the face of? Have you, um, have you spat in someone else's face? Would you like to be? <laughs> no, we, don't, def- don't, we definitely had this at some point. Don't threaten Michael with a good time. <laughs> don't, don't king shame me. <laughs> the uh, Grathi has been saying that we tried to be compact and we tried to defend the middle. He said, playing against Arsenal, sometimes you can't decide where you want to defend. You have to run a lot of dis- run a lot of distance. So I decided to go with these players. So I think he was kind of saying what you were saying that we had um, the the best runners, so that we could, if we did get the ball, we could run away with it for a bit. <laughs> run away with it for a bit, and that's the tactical. Going high with what it. we did. I don't know what I, I can't make it more complicated. Okay, then we could uh, we could transition from the low block into a, a counter attack into the half spaces. Just run away with the ball and try and score. That's what we were trying to do. Now you put it in those words, Moscow. God, I know, it's clearer now, isn't it? I know, he's delighted with the attitude of his players. Anyway, we don't have time to complain. 
And the best thing we can do is prepare as well as possible for the next game, which, to be honest, it looked like we were doing anyway today. Yeah, the second half was a bit like get everybody warmed up for Tuesday, which yeah. is fair enough. And then uh, um, hope that the other results don't um, do too much. I mean, it's just, it's more about mood with the other games, isn't it, rather than anything else. Vibes, pure vibes. Yeah, because we're not in the um, bottom three. So psychologically, that's good. Those teams that are can take their goal differences and swivel. Mm. But even if we do, upon them. even if we do wind up in the bottom three, get out again. Just get out, yeah. Just do that. Yeah. We've got, well, we've got the chance in front of us this week to do just that. Forest and Crystal Palace mm. could have. We've got the chance this week to get actual breathing space in twelfth. Yes. Should should we wish to pull away from the bottom three and then just relax, can't mm. we, for the rest I of it? Don't feel like it's going to happen, though, does it? Well, of course not, because it's it's so tight, and, isn't it, down there that. Um, it's going to take a, a run from a bunch of t- uh, from somebody within a bunch of teams, none of whom have gone on a run. There's no reason we can't beat Forest. I mean, even the uh, goal they scored against Wolves just to open the score in there, bloody awful. So it didn't really count. It, it was a good finish from Johnson because he's their good player, but the build up to it is just booting it off of a defender's legs and it bounced to him. It's like this isn't we can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Kick it off someone's legs. There was an absolutely sh- awful dive in that game as well, which the Forest players were going mad about, weren't they? Did we hear that? On the yes, I think Don Hutchinson described it really well. There's been some highlights on the tweets, haven't there? We've seen some clips. That's it, probably. Yeah, that's yes. the best. The, yeah, we had a nice the Fred Elliott commentary on today, didn't we? As well, where it kept stopping. I say it kept stopping and repeating <laughs> what I just said, which was which was good. I don't know if anyone else said that one, or if anybody else knows who Fred Elliott is. <laughs> Someone, a man who was killed off on of Coronation Street about 18 years ago, probably. Oh well, sorry. Sorry if you're listening. Rasmus's goal was good. Oh yeah, that was oh, a good should, finish. Like an arrow. Should talk about that precision. Yeah, it was better than the one he put over the bar. So it was good. He'd learned. First one went uh, high into the stands, and the second one he hit it low, and it bounced in off of uh, some dopey defender. Peter is asking how many points have we won in that kit? This could be the last time we see the yellow kit. Uh, if my calculations and predictions are correct, I'm gonna have to double check. Just converse for a second. Can't Peter look it up? We're, we're doing this. I'm looking. I'm doing some live <laughs> live Wikipediaing. <laughs> any, uh, any other tasks? Does uh, does is Paul in the comments saying, "Can somebody go and do my shopping for me?" Like, oh, <laughs> give us the list. <laughs> right. What so we, we one wore of those mum's Facebook posts. What time does Asda open? <laughs> <laughs> we wore it. Uh, we wore it at Southampton and Drew when we should have won. Um, oh God. When else did we wear it? Wear it? We were. We didn't wear. We it talked about Bradford. that game earlier because we did about, wear it at Anfield. Uh, uh, we did know we were white. Was that white? So because Southampton away was because we used all five subs today, didn't we, to get everybody minutes and stuff? Mm. We were, didn't wear it. We, at Spurs. we wore it at Newcastle, it. sort of, and we drew. Uh, let's have a look. Uh, Villa, we wore it at, didn't we? And we lost. Uh, we the, all, the Podence thing, by the way, just to wore it at Forest, lost. Go on. When you look at Podence, everyone's saying it's disgusting. He's obviously spat at him. The Liam Keane from you know he was on the oh, video with Nathan Nathan was the one who was nearly in tears in fairness he's not tweeted about it but wolf, he says it looks like star. he spits at Johnson you can't see any spits but he makes the action with his mouth mm. so I think that's going to be the next thing <laughs> like so, he's blowing on him so, yes so he may be unsafe. maybe he's challenging into a game of blow football do you remember blow football <laughs> I do uh, we wore it at Everton and lost um, and we oh Everton get a points deduction too that's the only yeah. thing that can happen. Well, yeah, we're counting on them and Manchester City just to be thrown out of the league, aren't mm. we? That's, that'll be a couple of places. So we wore it today at Arsenal, obviously lost. Away games left. Fulham will probably wear uh, pyjamas, orange pyjamas. Uh, Bournemouth away will be white. Man City away, maybe. Oh, we'll probably go for the black-orange combo yeah, there, I think, won't we? And then finally, West Ham away. They don't have any white in their kit, so probably that's the last time we'll see it and we'll never have won in it. Good. 
There you go. We don't want much stuff, in fairness. No. No. But we should do that this week, twice. Mm. I think that's a... Yeah, two home wins. Yeah. We, in fact, we've got Fulham away before we play um, Leicester at home, haven't we? I'd forgotten about well, that. Well, I mean, we could have got something in there in the cup. There's no reason we can't. Fulham? Yeah. As, yeah. as, as, as games to look forward to. We'll I mean, be on the back of... So, what's the fixtures? Next game? Forest. Forest. Win. After that, Palace. Palace win, and then it's... Fulham away. Right, so on the back of two wins, let's turn it into three. And then we've got... Um, we'll be riding Fulham, high on Fulham are in the... I know normally at this stage of the season as well, you get eight or nine teams who are kind of on the beach, nothing to play for. There's, there aren't really any of them this year, other than probably Fulham and Villa. I think they're about the only two who are just in the middle going, yeah. So we've, Sorry, just to Fine, correct yeah. on the fixture. So we've got Palace at home. Then we've got... Sorry, we've got Forest, Forest at home first, because it's not it's in date order this... Forest at home. Why is that more confusing? Because the, it's in date order in the sense that the Forest game is further back up in the schedule. They've not rescheduled it here on Wikipedia. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we've got Palace at home. Yes. After Forest at home. So that's two wins in a week. Yeah. Yes. Then we've got Liverpool at home. Oh, should, should we draw yeah. that or should we win that? No, win that. Win right. That. So three, I mean, they got beat 4-1 today, as did we. So we're basically the same. Exactly the same. Beating them once already. So that's three wins on the bounce. Then we've got Fulham away. We know we're better than them as we showed in the cup game. Mm-hmm. Five. Then we've got Leicester at home, six, Bournemouth away, seven on the bounce. Then yeah. we've got Manchester City and we're already safe. Yeah, it'll be safe by then. In fact, that is a good way of um, looking at today because uh, we lost 4-1 to the league leaders and Liverpool lost 4-1 to the team who were second mm-hmm. and miles off the top of the table as well. So that we are at least as good as Liverpool on mm. just on pure results against top of the league. So I don't think we should feel too bad about it. Um, and we don't have, um, you know, Jordan Henderson milling around our midfield ruining things barking things out in Mac. yeah just being annoying so uh, do you want to know another exciting scene my favourite stat that you just tried to poke fun at there a goal equals a point 760 goals scored in the Premier League now 761 <sighs> points accrued fine I mean <laughs> fine fine but they don't all accrue where to each individual team do well, we've, they scored, we've, scored, we've scored 36 um, goals we've got 26 points we're actually the second worst performance you could, you side could of the probably because this is just an averages against the season you could probably say for every 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 twelve throw-ins you get, you get a goal, and every goal you get a point. So you just need to make sure you get lots of throw-ins. I what are you being so cynical for? You do sicken me sometimes, Michael. Stupid stats. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Uh, anything else to add before we wrap this up? Have we kind of exhausted all the the hot uh, Arsenal chat? There? Corners weren't very good. Um, Melier made some decent saves. Thought it was good how Ailing stopped that shot from. He he didn't do a repeat of the Wolves one when Malier mm-hmm. had done the clearance and then Ailing stopped it but made it look as if he was not stopping it oh, that was good it was, it was an exciting choice yeah we did some kind mm. of uh, um, silly walking to, tr- to try and take the ball and he couldn't work out if the ball was going in the net or round, round the side but he uh, I remember years ago well. there was a clip of Gaza like, messing around on our training ground and it was like when every time he went down to pick up the ball he'd kick it a bit in front of him and it's like doing a whole thing about he, he, he can't pick up the ball it looked a bit like that mm. when Ailing was trying to... West Ham, Southampton tomorrow. What do you want from that? Injuries. <laughs> Injuries, red cards and a draw. Absolute carnage and a draw. And then on to Monday for Everton Spurs. Can Spurs now have the no-manager bounce? Mm. Uh, well, they've, no, they've not, it, said they're, they've not said they're sticking with the Ryan Mason and that other fella, have they? I don't know. I think well, they're still trying to get, get someone. In for Monday? No, but I mean for the end of the season. Are they, have they not given up on for the end of the season, have they? I think they've just sort of... I don't know, but on Monday... Uh, they beat Everton because the bad man's gone. Mm. Basically. And they, they've had this guy was standing in when uh, Conti was out having his surgery and stuff and they would like won every game and 
everybody was laughing and smiling and joking and it was great. So it's going to be like that against Everton on Monday. Good news. Um, so that will help us. And it's all on Tuesday, isn't it? It's all on Tuesday. Uh, I mean, some of it, because with there being so long to go, you know, we'll still be fine. I'm not here on Tuesday. That's exciting. So Flora's going to sit in and uh, hopefully keep you two in check anyway. She probably some more interesting fucking stats. She'll fucking moan on about goals equal points. Right, we'll wrap it up there then. Cheers. Thanks for watching and listening. We'll we'll see you through the week. Oh, thank you. The Match Ball. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.